strong and it makes us shout, hooray! It's good for growing babies and grown-ups too to eat. For all the family's breakfast, you can't beat cream of wheat. Cream of wheat, the great American family cereal presents Let's Pretend. Well, now, that's a mighty fine round of applause. Where did you get all, well, all that energy, pretenders? Oh, well, doggone if you didn't beat me to it. They certainly did, Uncle Bill. Well, what's today's story, Sybil? It's the story of brother and sister, Uncle Bill. And sometimes it's called the Enchanted Stag, too. Well, brother and sister or the Enchanted Stag, let's go. All right. And it's up to Bill Lipton to say how we travel to Let's Pretend. Well, how about one of those tough little chug-chug tugboats? Well, you've got something there, Bill. All right. It's a tugboat headed straight for Let's Pretend and the story of brother and sister. Okay, everybody? One, two, three. Come on, you tugboat. Pass the Statue of Liberty and straight out to sea. Get going. Shiver my timbers, Captain Bill. This tug of ours sure packs a lot of power in a small space. Mighty trim and rugged little craft. That it is, Sybil, that it is. Reminds you quite a bit of cream of wheat, doesn't it? Yes, cream of wheat is that rugged breakfast treat that's packed with plenty of get-up-and-go food power. The kind that gets you off to a fast heads-up start every morning of the week. So tomorrow morning and every morning, eat a better breakfast, feel better all day. Get a better start the cream of wheat way. And keep listening for our special cream of wheat game right after the first act of today's story, Brother and Sister. Once upon a time, when enchantments happened every day, a lovely girl named Daray and her brother ran away to escape from the cruel treatment of their stepmother, who was a witch, and the jealousy of their stepsister, Angie. We find them deep in the shadows of a gloomy forest. Oh, brother dear, please let's rest. We're miles into the forest by this time. We must go on, little sister. We must put miles between the witch and ourselves. All right, brother. Do you really think she is a witch? Of course I do. How else could she have turned our own father against us so? Think how suddenly his love changed to hate. To let her put his own children out of their home. Yes, she must be a witch. Oh, brother, I'm dying of thirst. There must be a stream nearby. And my throat is parched, too. Come, let's go on. Over there under those maple trees, it looks cool and shady. Perhaps there's a stream... Listen. It's running water. Oh, thank heaven. Let's hurry, sister. Oh, lovely. I don't think I could have gone much farther. Oh, listen. A voice. Who drinks of me, a fawn will be. Who drinks of me, a fawn will be. Oh, wait. Don't drink, little brother. It's bewitched. Don't drink. I don't believe it. I can't bear this any longer. I'm going to quench my thirst. Oh, brother. Right before my eyes, you're changed into a little fawn. Oh, I knew it. 
I knew that wicked woman would hurt you if she could. Oh, brother dear, has she taken your speech away from you as well as your mortal form? No. No, I can speak. But look at me, you tiny fawn. Don't cry, little brother fawn. I'll never leave you. Sister, how can I protect you now? How can I take care of you? I'll take care of myself. It's you I think about. We must never tell anyone about what has just happened. They wouldn't believe us and they might harm us. I'm sorry, sister. I failed you. No, you haven't. Look, brother. There's a little house. Oh, come quickly. Perhaps some friendly person lives there who'll be kind to us. Come along. I'm not tall enough to see in the windows. Can you? Oh, yes. There's no one in there. Do you think we dare go in and make our home there? Well, why not? We won't harm it. And if no one comes to claim it, we can live happily there and, and be together. Good. Then let's hurry. Night will soon be here, and, and we must fix the little house before dark. What a brave girl you are. We shall stand together and care for each other always. door, sister dear. Your little brother Fawn is here. Hurry. Quickly, lock the door. Oh, brother, your foot is bleeding. What's happened? A hunting party, sister. They wounded me. Oh, it's nothing, really. Only I couldn't run very fast, and I was afraid they'd overtake me. My poor little brother. I'll get some water and bathe it. Does it hurt you? Open the door. Open the door. No. Go away. You can't come in. Open in the name of the king. Oh, who are you? Don't come in. Please, please go away. Oh, don't be afraid, little lady. We wouldn't harm you for the world. On my soul, you're the loveliest maiden I've ever seen. What are you doing here alone in the forest with, with a fawn for a companion? I cannot say. Oh, I beg of you, don't try to separate us. We ask nothing. Please go away and leave us alone. Believe me, I have no intention of separating you and your pet. I'm very sorry I wounded him. Forgive me. And let me take you both to my palace. Oh, what shall I say, brother dear? Shall we go? He seems kind, sister. What? What is this? Perhaps he will take better care of you than I can. And if he does that, I should be very happy. The, the fawn speaks. Hunter, did you know this? Why, yes, sire. As I told you the first day I followed the little fawn to this house, it was then I heard him speak to someone in the house, Your Majesty. Your Majesty? Are you a king? Oh, yes, little maiden. But now tell me, what is all this mystery? Who are you? And who is this, this fawn? How is it that he can speak? Oh, your majesty, I... My name is Daray. But I cannot, I must not tell you anything about the little fawn. Very well, if you wish it, that shall be your secret. But will you come with me to the palace? Will you never separate us? I promise, on my honor as the king. Will you come, Daray? Yes, Your Highness. Come, little brother. I'm sure we can trust this gentleman. Thank you, little one. I shall do my utmost to make you the happiest lady in all the land. Angie! Angie, come here. 
I'm here. Where have you been, Mother? You've been gone for hours. Whom do you think I saw today? I'm not a mind reader. Who? That brat of a stepsister of yours. Not Darray. Exactly. The one I sent away years ago. She and that worthless brother of hers. And now she's married. And to the king. Oh, I don't believe it. Darray is queen of this empire. Hm. What does she look like? Oh, she's beautiful. And the king was beaming on her while they rode in a carriage of gold. Oh, I could scratch her eyes out. And her brother, what's become of him, do you suppose? There was a little fawn with her. <laughs> that was the brother. You remember, I bewitched all the water in the woods so that if either of them drank, it would change one or the other into a fawn. Well, what good does all your bewitching do me? I'll tell you what good it will do. The queen has a baby. They want an experienced nurse at the castle. I'll cast a spell over them so that they will not recognize you. Then you go and tell them that you are the finest nurse in all the land, and they will believe you. What then? The first night you are alone with Queen Dare, signal to me. Together we will smother her in the bed linen, throw her on the rocks far below the castle. She will never return to her baby except in the form of a ghost, and she will remain enchanted, and her brother will remain a fawn, unless the king is able to contact her. Well, what'll happen if he touches her ghost? Oh, you idiot. Then they would both be returned to mortal form. But if you play your part right, you'll be so sympathetic and sweet and care so much for the baby that the king will turn to you for sympathy and finally learn to love you. Soon he'll forget all about Dare, and then you can be queen. Oh, excellent, witch mother. Cast your spell quickly. The sooner the nursemaid... The sooner the queen. <laughs> well, Uncle Bill, what do you have lined up for our cream of wheat game this morning? Well, it's a brand new idea, Gwen. Today I'm going to ask all you pretenders in the audience to name your favorite nursery rhyme. And I'm going to show you how cream of wheat fits right into the verse. Okay, audience, what's your favorite nursery rhyme? Did I hear little Miss Muffet? Well, now, let's see what we can do with that one. Let's see. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet eating her cream of wheat. That swell-tasting dish is so smooth and delish, it's her favorite breakfast treat. All right, now, let's have another one, audience. Okay, somebody said Jack be nimble. Well, let's try that one. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. For a speedy breakfast, here's the trick. Just get yourself some cream of wheat and rich five minutes hard to beat. Five minutes boils it perfectly to full digestibility. All right, now let's have one more, pretenders. Yeah, did I hear Humpty Dumpty? Yes. Well, here goes. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. To build him up and make him strong with nourishment, we can't go wrong. For calcium and phosphorus, too, to build sound teeth and bones anew. For vitamin B1, that's right, to give a hearty appetite. And for blood-building iron as well. This cream of wheat is simply so well. So get that treat that can't be beat. Enriched five-minute cream of wheat. You bet, audience. If you want a dish that hands you plenty of nourishment, oceans of wonderful flavor, and real money-saving economy, ask your grocer today for enriched five-minute or regular cream of wheat. 
Yes, for solid nourishment, flavor galore, get cream of wheat at your favorite store. It's way up in flavor. It's way down in power. It's plenty smooth. Thanks a lot, audience. And now back to our story of brother and sister. First, the wicked witch turns the brother into a little fawn. And then, when she discovers that the sister Dare has married the king and has a baby son, jealousy and anger know no bounds. She plans to do away with the sister Dare and make her own daughter, Angie, queen instead. It is two o'clock in the morning, many months later. There's a soft rap on the door of the palace nursery. You witch mother? Yes. Open the door. She's sound asleep. I told you to be here at one. It's two. The later the hour, the safer we are. Have you got the sheets tied up? Everything is ready. The window is open. <laughs> the rocks below are eager to receive our fair queen. All right. When I give the signal, throw the sheet over her. There mustn't be an outcry. She might rouse the whole castle. I'm ready. All right. Quietly now. Open the door. There. Hold her mouth. Don't let her slip away. I've got her. Take her feet. Over to the window with her. Ready? One, two, three. And there is Her Highness the Queen over the rocks and into the gorge. Now then, Angie, have you played your part well? Oh, yes, my mother. In the time I've been here, I've been granted the title of lady, and I'm now her ladyship. There's a new nurse taking care of the baby. Good. Continue this way, and you shall soon be queen. <laughs> Captain, have you searched everywhere? Yes, sire. My men have searched day and night. There's no trace of her anywhere. Oh, how dreadful. We must find her. We simply must. Your Highness, may I ask the Lady Angie a few questions? Oh, certainly, Captain. I'm sure she is as eager as I to find Queen Dare. Oh, of course. Poor dear. My grief is almost unbearable. Lady Angie, your room adjoins the one of the Queen's, doesn't it? Yes, Captain. Lady Angie, did you hear anything unusual on the night the Queen disappeared? Well... Yes. The Queen had a visitor. They were having tea in the drawing room. And I heard the Queen say that she was tired of His Majesty and everything else here. And that she would be glad to go away. Could you identify the voice of the other person if you should hear it again? I think I could. Oh, but please don't make me hurt His Majesty anymore. And now, if you'll excuse me, I must go to the darling baby. This is all very strange and hard to believe, Captain. I quite agree with you, Your Highness. I don't like the looks of this. There is deep mystery here, and I intend to find out what it is. Uh, 
spider on the nursery wall. Who's there? Answer me. Answer me. Don't go any closer to the baby's crib. Who are you? Is my child well? Is my fawn well? I'll come back twice and then baby down. Stop kissing him. Put him back in his crib, I say. Who are you? I'll come back twice and then oh! He went right through the door instead of opening it. It's a ghost. Oh, thanks in heaven protect me. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Oh, please come in, Your Majesty. And thank you for coming. Why have you sent for me, nurse? Sire, what I've seen and what I've heard are for your ears alone. And I beg you to be patient and to listen to the word of an honest woman. Then speak, and quickly. What has happened? Sire, two nights in succession, I've been lying in my bed alongside of the babies. When suddenly, right through the door, without its opening, a tall, slender figure appeared. A ghost, dressed in shadowy gray robes. Why didn't you tell me this when it happened? I was afraid to. I thought at first I might have dreamed it. I did mention it to the Lady Angie, sire. And she said she'd kill me if I ever spoke of such silliness again. Oh, what made you have the good sense to send for me tonight? I just had to, sire. Because last night when it came, it said the same things until the last words. When she changed it. And she said, I'll come back once and then farewell. I knew then I wasn't dreaming. And in spite of Lady Angie's warning, I... I just had to let you be the judge of all that. Oh, there, there, my love. You've done quite right, nurse. Oh, it should be Daray. After all these months of searching, I shall not leave the nursery tonight. What time has this ghost, as you call it, appeared? At two o'clock, sire. It's just about two now. Yes, sire. Put the baby in his crib, and we'll wait. Hush, baby, dear. Don't cry. Go to sleep. There. It's just two. If it happens, it should happen now. Listen, Your Highness. There it is. What? What is that? The same moan. Look! Through the door! It comes! I, I can scarcely believe my eyes. Watch your sire. Is my child well? Is my fawn well? I come this once and now farewell. It's my wife, my Dare. Oh, my darling, at last I found you. Oh, thank heaven, Dare, come to me. Come to me, my love. You've broken the enchantment. Oh, there, there. You're safe in my arms, dearest. Oh, don't cry, beloved. There. Now, tell me what happened to you. 
My wicked stepmother is a witch. It was she who enchanted my brother. Three months ago, she and her daughter Angie wrapped me in the bed linen and threw me into the moat. Then she cast a spell that made me come back to my baby in the shadowy form, torturing me by bringing me back so that I could still see him and not have him. I could only kiss him and then go away, unable to call to you for help or, or to tell you of the spell over me. Ah, now I understand everything. Nurse, yes, go to Lady Angie's room. Tell her I want to see her here. Yes, sire. Ray, tell me what happened to break the enchantment. I don't know. Unless your love and trust were so great that they were stronger than my stepmother's witchcraft. Sister! Oh, my beloved little sister. Brother! Look, my husband! Look! It's my brother! Oh, he's been changed back to his natural form. The moment your enchantment was broken, the fawn shape left me, and once more I became mortal. Well, how happy I am to welcome you to our castle. And now, my dearest wife, there's nothing to fear. Those wicked women will be punished as they deserve. Your baby is safe, your brother is freed from the enchantment, and all my love is eternally yours. Now, before I tell you about next week's exciting story, I want to ask why so many boys and girls, yes, and grown-ups too, help themselves to cream of wheat all summer long. Why? Right. Yes, one hot dish with every meal is a mighty good summertime rule to follow. It helps you get more fun out of eating, helps to keep your appetite up to par, helps give you something to work on. So be sure to start with cream of wheat tomorrow either enriched five-minute or regular. And here's an important reminder. Traffic accidents are taking the lives of hundreds of Americans every week. Your country is counting on you, yes, every boy and girl in the land, to help cut down on these crippling, killing accidents. Watch out. Be alert. Be careful. The life you save may be your own. And now, pretenders, till next week, remember the lines of our famous Cream of Wheat song. For all the family's breakfast, you can't beat Cream of Wheat. The pretenders for today were the brother, Jack Grimes, Daray, the sister, Sybil Trent, the mother, Miriam Wolfe, the stepsister, Gwen Davies, the king, Albert Alley, captain of the guard, Bill Lipton, the nursemaid, Susan Thorne, the hunter, Kingsley Colton. Original music was composed and conducted by Maurice Brown. Brother and Sister was dramatized by Nyla Mack and directed by Albert Ward. Now, if you live in or near New York and you'd like to see a broadcast of Let's Pretend, drop a postcard to Cream of Wheat, CBS, New York, for your free tickets. Have you ever tried to swat a fly with your hand? Our brave little hero kills seven flies on a piece of bread and jam with one blow. Would you like to hear what happened when he went into the king's courtyard with a ribbon across his chest, which said seven at one blow? Would you like to hear how he did away with two giants that were terrorizing the whole kingdom? Then listen next Saturday to how our hero won the princess for his wife in the story of the brave little tailor.
is Bill Adams saying, remember to eat cream of wheat, the great American family cereal. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.